Hi, I'm Reverend John Muthalko and I serve at Bogolobi Church of the Resurrection. And once again, I am really glad and thrilled to be sharing and concluding this week's devotion uh, by speaking on the subject of uh, faithfulness. The thing is, that after, after two parties or more had had a discussion and come to an agreement, uh, the simple statement was, I give you my word, and they would shake hands. And once they did that, that sealed the deal. It was a guarantee that both would do what they had committed to. Today, however, <laughs> even when a contractual agreement has been signed in the presence of lawyers, it's not necessarily a guarantee that those who have signed the contract will fulfill their end of the bargain. In other words, we can say that there is little guarantee, very little guarantee that that persons will be faithful to their commitment. Now, the word faithful in the Bible is used in the context of being reliable and steadfast. And, and when it is used this way, very often in the Bible, it is used to describe the very character of God. It's also used also used uh, uh, to describe an aspect of the Holy Spirit, of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Another way that word is used in the scripture, or should we say the lack of faithfulness, is used when it is describing the character of man. Now, when we look at the Old Testament scriptures, Moses, you remember, the lawgiver, he describes the character of God this way. He says, God is compassionate, gracious, slow to anger, overflowing with love and faithfulness. Love and faithfulness. By the way, also the psalmists and the prophets and, and all the judges who ruled over Israel, they do the same. But now, when we cross over to the New Testament, Paul the Apostle writes this of faithfulness, says, God is faithful. God is faithful by whom you and I were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus, who is our Lord. Paul, he also makes a comparison between uh, the faithfulness of man and the faithfulness of God. He writes this in his second letter to Timothy, and he says, if we are unfaithful, God remains faithful. Why? He cannot deny himself. Now, friends, looking at man, let us realize that being faithful is not something that we, we manufacture or something that we sort of work out, but rather it is the very nature of God that needs to be developed in us. So in order for us to develop faithfulness, it begins, number one, by desiring to be like God. When you and I submit ourselves to God, listen, we develop the mind of Christ 
who was himself, by the way, made in every respect like us, his brothers and sisters, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. The scripture continues and says, Jesus was able to offer a sacrifice that would take away all the sins of the people. Why? Because he was faithful. Now, since he himself has gone through suffering and testing, the scripture adds, he is able to help us when we are being tested. We are called, friends, also, number two, to be obedient to the word of God. But then remember, John writes in the gospel, says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. So listen, through obedience, through obedience, we are presenting our wills and our bodies to God as a spiritual worship. When we do this, we will be able to avoid being continually conformed to the pattern of this world. Listen, and it will happen by renewing of our minds so that we can be able to test and see what the will of God is. Listen, friends, this comes by obedience. We will, we will renew our minds and we'll be able to know what God's will is, His good, His perfect will. Friends, the fruit of this transformation I'm talking about is faithfulness which flows out of the very nature of God. Brothers and sisters, may we learn to submit ourselves to the Lord so that we can become faithful. The Lord 